The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Alan, today we have a bunch of quick hits. You ready? Hit it! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, quick hit. The Creed 2 trailer premiered. Yeah, I I didn't recognize it. Well, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about the fact that Creed was basically, you know, Apollo Creed's son... And now we're going against Ivan Drago's son. You know, do you think Creed 3 is going to be Mr. Uh, Little T? Clubber Lang Jr. <laughs> I hope it is, because if, if Creed 2 is as good as it looks, why not bring back Clubber Lang? Well, why not? Clubber had, no, well, Clubber had no beef with Apollo, though. This, this makes sense. You know what I mean? He, he killed him. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. All right. Netflix is premiering a lot, or producing and eventually premiering a live-action Avatar: The Last Airbender series. I've been online, and the Avatar fans, and you and I are not familiar with Avatar, but we know it's a huge kind of geek thing. Yeah, yeah, they have mixed feelings about it because uh, in 2010 had a movie, live-action movie, and it was awful. Yeah. So yeah, but I think Netflix knows what they're doing, and, and they should give them a chance. Folks. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you are correct. From what I understand, the live-action film did not do well. And everyone, you know, I, I don't follow it. And a couple of my friends says, no, the cartoon is way, way better. And if they can continue on with this genre of story-making, why not? So hopefully it's a, um, a good show. And look, I watch almost anything on Netflix. I watch Power Fist or Iron Fist Season 1. Yeah. So that and you like I'll it, watch huh? almost anything. Well, Season 2 I liked Oh, okay. I like this. All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. But hopefully it'll be good. It'll make the fans happy. Fabulous. Quick hit. Quick hit. You have some uh, sad news in the comic world. Oh, yeah. One of our uh, famous artists. Oh, my God. I don't have the piece of paper in front of me. Is it? Brett Byfogle? Brayfogle. 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 Yeah, artist just passed away recently. And... You know, I, I what I understand is that he was a, a big Batman artist. Um, yes, he was I, huge on Batman. Huge on Batman, but you know, I, I wasn't a Batman reader. I was actually big on the Ultraverse when he drew a character called Prime. Did you read that book, Prime? Did he draw Prime? He did. He. I think he's one. I think he's one no, of those co-creators right. of Prime. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't read Prime. I felt he was a Shazam ripoff because wasn't it? He a teenage, yeah. teenager that turned into a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a straight up Shazam ripoff, but I enjoyed the Ultraverse while it lasted. And his and Prime was one of those he was drawn over the top, kind of like kind of reminds me of I don't know over the top, over the top. But it was it was a fun book, and I, and I enjoyed it. And then yeah, and I realized he was a Batman artist too. So yeah, rest in peace, boy, John. We're we're losing all the great ones, huh? Yeah, I know. And I'll tell you what I liked about him. He was. He, I don't think he premiered him, but he was one of the f- one of the first artists I remember really liking his Tim Drake Robin. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, Tim, you know, back in '89 when Tim Drake premiered, uh, DC didn't know what was, what was going to how the reception was going to be because of, um, as you famously know, Jason Todd was the second Robin, 
and yeah. they allowed the fans to vote on whether he lived or died, and they voted for, they voted for them to kill Jason Todd. <laughs> so premiering Tim Drake was a big risk for DC, and I think Brian Fogel is one of the reasons he, he Brian Fogel, I'm sorry if I'm screwing his name up, but he's he's the one that um, he's one of the guys that helped you know bring Robin you know make Tim Drake uh, give his own identity, his own person, and and that look is great, you know the long. Oh yeah, the, the cape with the black interior, and, and you know he finally got long pants and the bow right. staff. But yeah, I really liked his Tim Drake. Well, so so uh, was he the co-creator of Tim Drake? He wasn't the co-creator, but he was one of the earliest, I believe. He was one okay. of the earliest artists on gotcha. it. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and recipes, and yeah, I'll tell you what. I, I've been learning a lot uh, with his passing. A lot of these comic creators are freelance, and they don't have health, good health insurance, or things like that. Yeah. So they, yeah, they need things like um, I know there are special funds and it's escaping me right now. Mm. But there was there, there was a comic book creator fund that they all kind of help support to help pay for medical bills and things like that. So right. Unfortunately, we lost another one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Quick hit. Quick hit. First, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker photograph and some videos. I don't know if you saw the videos yet. I saw a premiered. couple of leaked photo- footage. What do you think? I will say. I was actually a little impressed. I, you know, I didn't know what to think and how they did it. You know, how I saw it online. I was like, wow, this actually looks like it works. He actually seems super creepy to me. More so than whoever did the Suicide Squad Joker guy. Jared Leto. Yeah, I think this one looks more creepier to me. Jared Leto looks like, whatever, he looked like a, I don't know. But yeah, this guy, he... There's a, he reminds me a lot of Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and knowing who, who's playing him, I, I think, adds to it, too, because he's a little off also. I think, well, there's a rumor out there that, is this a, a an origin story for the Heath Ledger Joker? Because they, they say their makeup looks similar and things like that. So oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're going to go that route. But well, that's true, because that. he never really went into his origin, huh? Right, and I don't think I'd, I I wouldn't want them to. I think that's part of the great mystery of who this guy of, oh, yeah, of yeah. Ledger's performance. You know, sure. You know uh, the fact that he tells the story about how he got his scars like three different ways and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm okay. See, this is uh, this is brilliant on DC's aspect of of having a very popular bad guy have his own movie. I mean, I don't think has that been done. A bad oh, guy, well, Hannibal, no. Well, DC Comics, or you just went in uh, general? DC Comics, yeah, DC Comics, no, right? Yeah, maybe Hannibal. Well, Hannibal's not DC Comics, but yeah, he... he. Right. Well, <laughs> here's the, well, the thing with the Joker is there's going to be like five Joker movies because there's a Harley Quinn and Joker movie coming out, and it's going to be Jared Leto, I believe. Oh, that's And uh, there's going to be a Suicide Squad 2 eventually, so... Right. Who knows? Okay. But this is their foray into Elseworlds, and if it works, good for them. Yeah. All right. Quick All right. hit. Quick hit. Speaking of Elseworlds... Elseworlds will be the title of the CWDC show's crossovers this year. And what makes that a big deal is it's going to cross over between three shows, The Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl. They will go back-to-back December 9th, 10th, and 11th, and it will premiere Miss Ruby Rose as Batwoman. All right. Right, and Elseworlds, Alan, as you know, is DC's, it was for a while, I don't know if they still use it, was their name for their, for stories with familiar characters set in, non-familiar territory like non-canon or things like that so king and come was an elseworld story gotham right. by gaslight was a was an elseworld story and and dc's had a lot of success with their stories regarding elseworlds so we'll see how that fits into the arrowverse and also it's also kind of seems to be the route they're taking with the dc movie universe because 
what they call the worlds of DC, they're calling it. You know, we just talked about the Joker movie, and people are saying, well, maybe that's like a Joker Elseworlds because it's not Jared Leto right. Joker and it's not yeah. Dark Knight Joker, so maybe that's an Elseworlds story. Hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. Quick it. Quick it. Producer Gary Kurtz, best known for producing the Star Wars films, passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people give him credit for kind of reigning in George Lucas's more unique ideas, I guess, <laughs> that he had okay. for the original trilogy. Right. And the fact that he wasn't part of the prequels is why they kind of got out of hand. But he passed away. Mark Hamill had some very nice things to say about him over Twitter, about being a great friend and a great producer. Right. And, you know, just want to pay tribute to him because Star Wars is a big part of both our lives. Absolutely. So rest in peace, Mr. Kurtz. Okay. Quick it. Quick it. But we are zooming through these. Oh, you have a Disney story. Yeah, Walt Disney World has released plans to begin pricing on their tickets a little bit differently than usual. You know, typically you just buy tickets and then you would go to the park. So what they're trying to do is do they're going to do something like, you know, like when you go online and you're looking for tickets for a plane, you know, like if you're going to go to California, New York. And so what they're trying to do is kind of even out how many people are going to the parks all at once. Where, you know, typically you'd see, you know, maybe a Friday, Saturday, Sunday would be like their peak times. And what they're trying to show to visitors is that, hey, you know, on these particular days, you know, they're going to be like these different value, regular and peak seasons. And to say, hey, at this time period, it's actually going to be a little bit cheaper to try and encourage people to look for these cheaper deals to kind of even out how many people go into the parks. Because, you know, you and I know that there's, they're building this whole Star Wars theme at the parks. And, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, when it opens, we're all going to hit it. Right. And that, I mean, right, I mean, right without it, Disney alone, it's insane already, you know. And so this is their way of maybe hopefully they can kind of even out how many people are hitting the parks all at once. So this is starting October 16th. Check it out on, on the, you know, Disney, whatever it is, dot com and check it out and see if you can find nice deals there. Yeah, that's actually smart on their part, because I haven't been to a Disney park since 1983 when they opened Epcot. OK, yeah. And uh, I have no desire. I'm not one of those guys that goes to Disney a lot or whatever. But as right. soon as they announced this Star Wars thing, I'm like ready to buy my tickets and rent my hotel for November of next year. Sure. Because I'm hitting Star Wars. I think Galaxies or whatever it's called. But yeah, this sounds pretty smart on that part. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a smart way to even out how many people hit the parks because a lot of people don't realize that there is a limit at like, you know, I'm from, you know, living in California. I know the Disneyland stuff that's going on. And, you know, there is actually a limit as to how many people they let into the parks. They will actually close the gates down when they, when they reach, reach their max, which is typically like a holiday thing, you know, like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, so on and so forth. You know, they'll, they'll, they will close the gates on you. So there's a nice way of, of Disney controlling how many people are at the parks all at once. So, so you're saying it's feasible. I could go all the way to Disneyland and they might be closed because there's too many people inside? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It's like vacation. Yeah. <laughs> vacation. Yeah. 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 So you got to get there. That's when, when you go to the parks, you know, when I hit those Disneyland parks, I am there the crack of dawn. I'm in there. Yeah. That's probably why I don't like to go to those things. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Everybody try it out if, if you have the opportunity. Absolutely. Quick it. All right, Marvel has hired a director for their Eternals movie, which apparently is really chugging along rather quickly since they only announced it a few months ago. Uh, sure. It's it's Miss Chloe, I'm going to screw this name up, Chao, Z-H-A-O. I don't know how to say it in Chinese, but okay. anyway, uh, yeah, she's only got indie cred, and the articles I read is that she really wowed them at whatever their interview or presentation, whatever directors have to do for studios. Okay. Um, but she really wowed them, and, and I guess they like her take on, on what they want to do with Eternals, and they hired her. So, 
Yeah, it seems like Eternals is, is kind of being fast-tracked. Uh, rumor is it might take the spot reserved for Guardians 3. Okay. Because as we know, they pushed that back because they lost their director. Well, they fired their director. Yeah. Um, but they are still in, in uh, adjacent Cricket. They're, it seems like they're going to keep his script. P- uh, not Peter Gunn. I was say Peter Gunn. James, James Gunn's script. Yeah. So, yeah, Eternals. Now, again, we do this all the time. We speculate with the Marvel movies about their first dud. I read the Eternals. I was not a big fan of the Eternals. This could be it. But I've been proven wrong a lot before, so I will say. No, I think you're right on this one. You have an unknown director, unknown property. I mean, I'm sitting here right now. I have zero interest of watching whatever this is right now. Well, like I said, I'll give them the uh, benefit of the doubt. Oh, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> we're going. If we hate it, we'll probably see it three times. Yeah. Yeah, because there'll be that one little Easter egg. Oh, is that Spider-Man? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Quick it. The Bumblebee trailer. Thoughts? Holy crap. Right? That was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You know, I'm not going to speak for you, but maybe I will. I'm not a big fan of the Transformers franchise. Maybe the first one was okay. They did something very, very different. Even just looking on how they're animating Bumblebee and even Optimus Prime, it looks so good. It, it, it's Why did they do this before? Right? You I was going to say that. Like, this is the smart thing to do. They look like the toys we grew up. Did you see Soundwave and Ravage? Yeah. Come on. Oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. look. Did you see Shockwave? It's good. Dude. It's it's insane how much they look like the toys. It's yes. insane. Yes. I am so. See, now I'm, like, I'm excited. Right. I'm excited. I was gonna say I can't believe I'm excited for a Michael Bay movie. This is insane. Wait, he's not directing it, is he? Yep. Is he is he part of the production or whatever? Oh, does boy. he have his hand in all? Well, whatever. If it's not a Michael Bay movie, even better. But it does. I think it take. <laughs> I think it does take place in the '80s though, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Bumblebee trailer looks great, and like. Someone got me excited for a Transformers movie. Yeah, yeah. He's That's back it. to being a, a, a VW bug, which makes a lot of sense. And yes. Yeah, I'm actually excited for this one. I hopeful. Am very hopeful. Very hopeful. Yes. Right. Looks good. All right. Quick it. Quick it. Na 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 bat penis. Wow. All right. So as we talked about a few months ago, <laughs> DC is premiering a new quote-unquote label called uh, DC Black Label, where they're going to do more mature stories and things like that. So one of the first titles to come out is called Batman Damned, D-A-M-N-E-D. And uh, there's a little nudity in there, Alan. Yeah, it is a little nudity. And it's not Catwoman like we all hoped for. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. They, they, they did market this book to be, you know, 18-plus years old. So, I mean, it is for supposedly adults and stuff. You know, it's funny. It's I remember you, you were saying with the movie Logan how... Logan would drop the F-bomb a lot, and it seemed, because it's rated R, it almost seems you have to do it. Right. And it seemed weird. And this is one of those moments where, like, all right, I guess it's 18. Did you have, like, was it really necessary? I mean, it was, hey, you know what? It, it sold a lot of books. Let's put it that way. Uh, and, it, well, didn't they, didn't they uh, because of backlash, they, they're taken out of print? What I understand is they're not adding more to it, and the prices have been, they've gone up already. One of my friends went out to, you know, he says, hey, do you have that book? I'm like, No. He says, well, I'm going to go get it. I'll, I'll pick you up one if you want. I'm like, all right. And he said, uh, well, it was the last one there, and it was marked up to 20 bucks. And then he checked again the following day. It was marked up to 50 bucks. So Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy crap. Well, I don't remember the last time that happened so quickly. But, hey, it worked for them. But, it, again, it was one of those things where you're looking at it, and, and you're kind of like, I don't think I really needed that in a Batman comic book. It wasn't – It was. 
absolutely unnecessary. That's right. He was like undressing after coming home, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Just took his clothes off. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I always assume Batman wears some undies underneath, but goodness gracious, this guy's really going commando. Or at least a cup. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the bad cup. Well, I'll tell you what, in regards to the price, it's the perfect storm of a comic book. It's Because it's a mature label, they probably had a low print run anyway because they weren't expecting to sell a lot of it. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. have that mature label, low print run controversy, right. no no second printing. So, yeah, that book's going to be worth something. So if, if your friend's got a copy, tell them to keep it safe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but again, did you need it? No. I, you know, we, I honestly never thought about Batman's penis before, and I hope to never think of it again. Really? Um, yeah, for a job. <laughs> now, Dick Grayson. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> All right. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Um, sure, sure. So, yeah, we didn't need it. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird when a comic does something like that. Yeah. Because then it's really is, it really feels like a gimmick and shock value, you know? Well, it is. I mean, does that mean every book? I'm, am I expecting to see a private part? You know, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, is it going to be like Catwoman's whatever? Right. No, so, and then and then yeah. when, when when Batman and Catwoman are together, are we going to see like explicit sex scenes now? I mean, how does it sure. work? Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. It's okay. just it, it's just unnecessary. Yeah, I don't. You know, I didn't need nudity, and I'm Batman. They have yeah, special comics for that. Sure. Yeah. All right. So All right. there you go. Batman has uh, a manhood. What else? I got? Oh, uh, you know of a movie celebrating an anniversary. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. The Princess Bride. See, I don't have any of my notes in front of me, man. I'm sorry. Did I say yes? It was a 31 years? You said 31 years, yes. 31 years. The Princess Bride debut. I love that freaking movie. You know, you asked me the other day about about movies. Yeah. You know, if I was a... Did I say Princess Bride? No, I didn't. Oh, he did say it. I did say Princess Bride. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be one of those movies I I, I would I wouldn't mind watching over. Oh over yeah, when we talked on the uh, about on the Indian Raiders podcast, of the Lost Ark. Yeah. yeah, what five yeah. movies you would take with you? Yep. Yeah, that was one of them. It wasn't yeah, Pretty it was. Woman. It wasn't Robin Hood. It was Princess <laughs> Bride. Yeah, I like Princess Bride. Bride. It's yeah. funny. It's very funny. It's adorable. Yeah, it is. It really, it really is. So happy thirty first anniversary, Princess Bride. Yeah, and they all still look good. The Dread Pirate Robert looks good, and Robin Wright looks good. Yeah. Could they do? Could they do a, like a remake of it? I mean, uh, like a part two? Oh uh, no! Who, who's? Oh no! Who died? Uh, Andre the Giant died. Yeah, Andre and um, did Wallace Shawn passed away. Was that? Um, that was the guy that uh, the, the, the inconceivable. Yeah, him. I think he did. Inigo Montoya is still alive. And yes, Billy Crystal's still alive. Yeah, I think that Robin Wright. Two alive. bad guys are still alive. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they could. I'll see what they would though. Never mind. All right. Quick hit. Quick hit. Okay. Uh, speaking of movies, the DC Universe movie Birds of Prey is moving along. They've, right. cast, they've cast their Black Canary and their Huntress. Black Canary will be played by Journey Smollett-Bell. Um, Bless you. You're welcome. What? <laughs> <laughs> None of that made sense. <laughs> she, um, she was back. She was on those ABC family shows back in the day, like the Oracle shows and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Uh, and she's done some really grown-up stuff recently. I just can't name anything. But she's playing Black Canary. Mm-hmm. And the Huntress will be played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. Uh, who's got geek cred from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She oh, plays, really? She plays Ramona Flowers. Oh. And uh, she was also in, I believe, the third season of the TV series Fargo, which is a great show. Okay. So they have two of their birds of prey. And, of course, Harley Quinn will again be played by Margot Robbie. 
Boy, the DC universe is growing right before our eyes. I know. Wow. Okay, good. Yeah, good for them, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Veronica Mars is coming back on Hulu. They're okay. Gonna, they're going to film another season. I think this is season four. I'm not sure. I know they did a movie at one point. Next summer, Hulu's getting the rights to all of Ron Kamara, so they'll be showing all those episodes, and then they're premiering a new season next summer. And, there you go. And the main cast, most of the main cast is back. Kristen right. Bell. Even the cutie Kristen Bell. Aww. Who'll be spending her time between Veronica Mars and The Good Place, which is a fabulous show if you haven't seen it. The Good Place. Love it. All right. Click it. Surprisingly, Click it. Telltale Games went out of business. Shocking what? everybody. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, shocking. I said the other day, I was like, who is that? <laughs> You're like, what? Who is that? Yeah. yeah. Shocking everybody. Yeah. Apparently, they were losing money. They, they were known for some Batman and Walking Dead games. I have one of the Batman games. It's oh, kind of I know you're talking about now. Yeah. But apparently, the Walking Dead game was the one I was really making the money, and they were losing money on all the other games. So, they closed. Sure. Okay. But the nice thing is that a hashtag was created for all the out-of-work people. So if companies were looking to hire people, they could use that hashtag and kind of connect with Telltale Game people that lost their jobs. What's the hashtag? Uh, I don't know. Give me a job. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally. All right. Or two finalies. If you're a fan of the movie The Raid and The Raid 2, there will be no Raid 3. The director says he's done with that world. Okay. And the final, final quick hit, Funko Pops debuted their Die Hard series coming out soon. You'll Yippee have yay, mother... Funko, Sorry. Mother Funko. Mother Funko. Yeah, so you'll have <laughs> John McClane in his... Wife beater. Mm, I was trying to use a proper term. <laughs> Wife beater. Called? No, it was t-shirt. Tank, tank, tank top. Yeah. yeah, you have John McClane in his tank top. You have uh-huh. Hans Gruber mm-hmm. in his coat. You have two, two different Hans Grubers. Right. And my favorite is the... Now, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. The oh, dead guy, the dead yeah. guy tied to a chair. That's my uh, Halloween costume this year. Is it really? You gonna roll around in the chair? <laughs> yes, I need a great sweatshirt and ho ho ho. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Now I got a machine gun. Um, you can't figure it out. It's too bad. Yeah, I hear you. All right, and so thus ends. Oh, and the kids. cops got oh. Twinkies. Yes. Oh, yeah, and the, and, and um, the cop from uh, Family Matters has has an armful of Twinkies. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I just want to say real quickly, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. And we went low tech today because of technical issues. And we appreciate everybody listening. And I hope everybody enjoyed our quick twig for this week. We'll be back next week in full force. Oh, New York. I'm sorry. One more thing, Alan. New York Comic Con is next, next week. Weekend, October 4th, I think, to the 4, 5, 6, 7, to the 7th. And any, any news that comes out of there, not as big as San Diego, but it's getting there. It's getting pretty big, to be honest with you. You and I will be back after it's over with some news, hopefully, from uh, the con. We're not Absolutely. going, but. We'll, no. we'll, we'll gather the news. But how come you're? But you're. Aren't you going to one this weekend? Um, I think I missed Baltimore Comic Con, or it's, it might Baltimore. be this weekend. But I'm not going. Okay, if it's this gotcha. weekend, I'm not going. I thought it was last weekend, but I just nice. don't have the time. I'm a very busy person. I no, hear you. Not sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. So hey, you know what we, what we should we should do is bye. since we're on, we're on the news show today, how about we promote our next big show coming up? Oh yeah, and it's funny because we we kind of. We false promoted it two shows ago and said right. we were going to do it, but we, we kind of switched two shows around. Um, but yes, we were doing uh, an episode on the music with John Williams, specifically soundtracks from the late 70s, 80s. Awesome. Yeah, so we're both excited about it. And we're going to have a special guest, which I won't reveal until we actually do that. All right, sounds good. All right, and thus ends Quick Hits, and thus ends another episode of The Week in Geek.
This is Alan signing off. And this is John saying, you stay classy, Central City. Hope I didn't use that already. You did. That's over. All right. Bye. Peace. Bye. Bye.